2: Welcome back. It is the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Reacting to the Nick Sirianni, Howie Roseman press conference. A Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring to visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings to fit every budget online at mark-jewelers.com. Do you feel better or worse after listening to Nick and Howie's press conference? 65% say they feel worse, Ike. Really? Yeah. I think I think we're at the point now where they could say what like they've been saying the we've had these press conferences for a while they could have said whatever and I think people are, are aren't going to be happy with with
3: yeah I didn't know I didn't know what he they could they they could say today that would make everybody happy yeah I mean until you actually know who the coordinators are it's hard to get excited about what they were going to say today yeah. Uh,
2: so, some some numbers on the Miami defense. They were 10th in yards allowed last year, and they gave up the 5th most tight, uh, touchdowns in football. So, 5th most in, t- in football is not exactly great. Uh, 22nd in the league in points per game, uh, al- allowing 23 points per game per average. The Eagles allowed 25 points per game, so they're 28th in that. Uh, red zone defense, they gave up 64% in touchdowns. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Eagles were at 66, and I feel like the Eagles... Had a problem last year in defending in the red zone. So, not exactly overwhelmingly great defensive numbers, but they're getting the guy whose system it is.
3: (laughs) Right. And, then, and, and that's that's a lot easier than trying to convince a coordinator to come in here and run Fangio's philosophy or coach with that sort of philosophy.
2: Well, and the other thing it does is that, you know, we, we talked in the open about are they going to change philosophies on the defensive side of the ball. Like, sure, mm-hmm. Howie. It seemed like they were. It seemed like they were. Fangio yeah. would, would not be that. And, and Howie gave an answer, which is classic, where, where it was. He basically said, you know, I've been uh, this narrative that we don't invest in the linebackers. I, I, I disagree with that, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really going to change under Vic Fangio. It's going to be pass rushing, and and you hope you get the right corners.
3: Well, I, I I think under Vic Fangio, or I would hope under Fangio or anyone else, is the ability to identify linebackers in the draft and draft them. Like I, I, I understand their philosophy of not taking a linebacker in the first round, mm-hmm. spending, you know, million on free agent linebackers. But what you have to do is those guys that you draft in the second, third, and fourth round, they have to turn into players. So you have to be able to identify the hidden gems. You have to identify the the, the criteria that you want in a linebacker to fit in your system and then develop that player. You don't have to get a linebacker in the first round in order to have a good linebacker. There's plenty of linebackers that weren't drafted in the first round that are very good. You can get guys in the second or third or fourth round and and develop them into an all-pro. Jeremiah was a third-round draft pick as a linebacker. Jordan Hicks was a third-round draft pick as a linebacker, so it doesn't have to be a first-round guy. I just need someone who knows what the hell they're looking at when they draft these linebackers, hmm? and a guy that can actually play, a thumper, somebody that wants to come downhill, somebody that is a disruptor, more importantly, somebody that's a quarterback of the defense that has the ability to, to ignite and, and and bring a defense together. That's the one thing Trot had, man. As the, as the leader of our defenses. That guy out there in the huddle, man, it was the way he played the game and the way he commanded everybody else to play. And he was the young player. He was the young player his first year. He wasn't even active to week 10 or 11. He was inactive for 10 or 11 weeks. They thought about cutting him coming out of training camp. To go on his first year as a starter in 99, I believe he had in that year 180-something tackles, I think. Like that's I mean his first year as a starter, mm-hmm. and he never relinquished the position until they they didn't re-sign him. That was a third round pick, a guy coming off torn ACLs coming out of college, mm-hmm. and look, and that's that's the best linebacker we've drafted around here. Well,
2: and again, in twenty years. And, again, you know, who is going to be that guy for this defense? Because mm-hmm. I think they had this idea it was going to be N'Kobe. It's not. It's not. It's like it's I, not. I, I, he can
3: be a part of the defense, but he's not that guy on the defense. Seems like a smart kid. Yeah. Can't
2: stay healthy. And when he's out there, wasn't exactly impressed. Yes. They, I mean, he's off the field on most third downs when he was playing. Yep. Because so, uh, he's not a great cover guy. He's not a great cover guy. And in yep. today's game.
3: Got to be able to cover running backs and tight ends, man.
2: Totally. <laughs> and and, and how he kind of. Doubling down on Nicole didn't love that answer. Maybe, I'm sure it could be just press conference speak, but he's also a draft pick. Yep. And he's also a, a guy that is popular or was popular around town as someone that they can believe in. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting as well, uh, kind of doubling down on Nicole. Get to an interesting answer, I thought, on uh, Jalen Hurts and ha- his reaction to the Brian Johnson firing in one second. But let's go back to the phones and talk to Yoshi and Brewery Town. What's happening, Yoshi?
4: Jacket, baby. Big eye. What up, Buzz? What's up, yeah. Yosh? What up, fellas? Um, I'm not happier, and I'm not defeated. I'm in limbo. <laughs> I've decided, after listening to them, I'm going to just be stuck in limbo. I, I did like the answer. Was, I did like the response. We realized we were sell, and then followed up with, name with, it'll be our scheme and stuff like that, and hoping that what's named that that they see that they need to go out there and get somebody that, that's going to make it look like different, innovative, like everybody else over the, over the weekend look, using their running backs throughout the whole game, What's whether running or passing to them. I don't care who we get at, at D.C. or O.C. Get somebody on the defense that, that's aggressive. They ain't got to blitz all the time. Just make sure that your players are aggressive. Make sure your defense aggressive. Make sure the offense was saying, Look, we something. We can get excited. Man, 2022, when a third down came, like, did you ever not believe that we wasn't going to complete that third down? Nope. I, you just, I you mean, just felt like it was, autom- it was automatic. It was, it was automatic, bro. It was automatic. That N'Kobe Dean response. I I I was I I was I, I was very distraught with that. I mean, he didn't just say we still have N'Kobe. He elaborated on what Nakobe was, <laughs> basically saying what's saying we have our linebacker. I did not like that. That did what's name? That did hurt my feelings a little bit. I mean, I'm just stuck in. Well, Lingo, they also. Man. I mean, I'm to be ha- fair
2: though, they did the whole thing a couple of years ago that Quez is their number two receiver. And try to lay that out there. So hopefully, that's what that we got from Howie today.
4: Yeah, yeah. You want me to feel worse, don't you? you I didn't want, want you to no, I'm, try, I'm trying to actually help you right, there. Boy, you get, you get, bring it out, me. I told you, I'm in the car with you right <laughs> now. I'm in the car with you. <laughs> I'm in the car with you. Yeah. What's saying, man? What's saying, like, like the talent evaluators have got to be better. Like I just said, man. What's thing you ain't got to get that first round stud, but whoever you bring in at the position, make sure they can do their job. Make sure. Like you they mm-hmm. said they're gonna make sure they get the best out of uh, bring people in so they can get the best out of uh, out of the players, what's name, that we're gonna have on this roster. Do that, man. Don't just say it. Do that. I love the questions that were asked to them. Because it was questions backing them in the corner. It's good question. Nick questions. didn't know how to yeah. answer and Nick didn't know how to answer what what are you to this <laughs> team. Basically what you should have said was, I'm the head coach. I'm here to make sure everybody on top of their game and on top of their job. That's all you had to say. Not that long-winded, what's-name response you gave. Well, he can't and help
2: he himself. Stuck. Yeah, he can't help he himself. Was
4: stuck. And then, and then how he wanted to talk about N'Kobe because I got to go home and look at it because I was just listening to it. I want to see how he looked at it when he was <laughs> answering that question because he took the mic. He was like, all right, let, let, let me answer a question. He couldn't yeah, sure. wait. He, yeah, couldn't, he couldn't, couldn't wait to jump like, in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you goofball. We ain't kept you on and what's are and You're going to sound stupid. Like, come on. All right, I'm done with that, man. And before I go, I – yes. I'm with that Jair Alexander all day. Boy. Oh, man. We got to have him, man. We got to have him, 5, Yosh. 10, 196, 438, boy. I'm going to tell you right now. You know what I was saying, you look at players in certain, what's things like basketball, football, something mm-hmm. like that now. And even though you play, I was saying, but you still look at somebody you say, yeah. hey, man, that's me right now. That's me if I was playing right now. Man, if I was playing right now, Jair Alexander. Oh, he nails that setting. He caught yeah. that. Boy, we only gave up two touchdowns yeah. right there, man. Yep. The boy's bad. If you ain't going to get him, you better make sure you get something on near close to him, man. <laughs> I swear to God. And one last thing I hope Milwaukee sucks. <laughs> yeah. I hope they suck. Glenn Rivers, I hope they suck. Because if they win anything, I, that, that arrogant dude is going to feel like it was our fault. that that, that he didn't do nothing here.
3: I'm going to say it slow so we can can all pick it up. (laughs) Yoshi, I'm going to tell you my worst nightmare, Yoshi, is that that Joker knocks us out in the second round, Mm -hmm. man. Mm -mm. Uh, Man, NB bet not allow that to happen. He bet not allow that to happen, man.
4: The whole while I was listening to it on NBA, when Shaq was talking about it uh, early this morning when I was looking at the replay, I was like, oh, heck no. If that boy play us and what's it he defeats us because he's so arrogant. Yes. You even listen to him when he commentating. He always make it about him. Yeah. Man, I was talking to my homie Radio. I said he even said what's saying like even um they asked him that question one time. Would you ask that to Pop? That's an <laughs> arrogant
2: response. It is. Yeah. Would you ask an Pop that question? Yeah. yeah. He's he's an all time Radio. He's all
3: time. I've been around a long time. Suck.
4: Trust. I hope they suck. All right, brother. to be continued.
2: All right, there he goes, Yoshi and Brewery Town. Yeah, so the the path could be if the Sixers get the three seed, Jimmy Butler and we in round one, Doc in round two, Celtics in round three, Jokic in the finals. Come on. <laughs> Laying out the path here.
3: Right? I'm laying out the path here. Well, I actually have a, a future's bet that it's the Clippers we play in the finals. Yeah, well, listen. My odds are better with the, the – the, the, the Nuggets are favored to get there, so it wasn't as great of odds. Right. The odds are, I had greater odds with the Sixers Clippers.
2: Yeah, and people doubted CNN Sports last night for, for breaking <laughs> the news of, of Doc to the Bucks. I can't wait. I can't wait. It adds great theater to the second round. And, and again, can't lose to the- can't, can't lose, lose Doc. Would you rather be up 3-1 against Doc or down 3-1 against Doc?
3: Oh, damn. I, I'd be down 3-1 against Doc. We Get him right be. where you want him. Definitely know we're
2: winning that series. It'd be so funny if he blew a 3-1 lead to this team. Nah,
3: we wouldn't handle being down mm. 3-1 to Doc. Mm-mm.
2: We, we sure wouldn't.
3: <laughs> we wouldn't handle that well, man.
2: Not at all. Uh, so I thought this answer was interesting. They, they uh, asked Nick Sirianni about Jalen Hurts, his reaction to the Brian Johnson firing. little long, but that's Nick Sirianni. He's a little long when he talks. Here's the, uh, the, the full back and forth.
3: Nick Nick when when you look at when you look at the decision to move on from Brian Johnson, how much of a factor was Jalen I mean not necessarily
2: like if you consulted him, but like just as far as making the change and, and the new
3: offensive coordinator, like how much of a factor is he as far as all that
5: Yeah, like like I said, like obviously um we're always everything we're doing is trying to get our players to to perform better and and to continue to grow um, so the the new coordinator if i'm if i'm answering your question right here your the new coordinator is obviously going to be heavily involved in in not only the you know he, he's bringing in a scheme um to to be able to run um to be able to uh for us to to function in um and that scheme has to be something that our players can function and our our quarterback can is going to be excel at and so um i'm looking forward to the the whoever that is to come in and and do those things as far as uh and you want and you want there to be comfort um with with jalen and whoever is this new coordinator um, and so, obviously, talk just like I talked to Howie about it. Just like talked to Kevin Patul about it. I'll talk to Jalen about that as well. Um, and some of the things, you know, you're in constant communication with your players, especially your quarterback. And so we'll talk through we'll talk through everything. I'll I'll, I'll keep him um, aware of things that that he needs to be aware of. Um, and, you know, keep him in the loop of that because, you know, that he's, he's our guy. And, and, and uh, you know, it's really important that, that those two guys are going to work hand-in-hand hand to, to make sure that we're, we're getting back to where we need to be.
2: Keep him aware of things he needs to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like they really consulted with Jalen with the whole Brian Johnson firing thing.
3: Yeah. I mean, they probably told him, but they just didn't. I don't know what is how much his opinion weighed. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't. They they. I'm sure they communicated it with him. I mean, you you want to keep your quarterback sort of in the loop of things, but then there's things that you have to do without players knowing about it.
2: Right, but but I think that the, the assumption would have been they're Brian Johnson and and, and Jalen are very close. Mm-hmm. You know, they they obviously have been around each other for a long time. Did he have pushback to the firing uh, idea of firing Brian Johnson? Looks like that wasn't even on the table. Like, they, they let him know we're going to move on for Brian Johnson, and it wasn't like the, the the pushback is the pushback. Right. Which, I mean, it, it's interesting.
3: Well, they, And they wouldn't have let us know that if he did have pushback. I, they would have presented it to us as if he understands what we're doing and this and that and the other.
2: Yeah. I guess they could have said the whole, like, well, he knows the business, and, and we didn't get that, you know.
3: No, I, no, I, I agree with you. I, I told you I'm okay with it. I, I just don't think Jalen – Is at that Jalen needs to worry about getting back to being the best quarterback he can be. When you start worrying about who is this and that and the other, like you're you're you've devoted your attention in other areas that don't require your attention. So to me, he needs to get back to a a safe place and a a comfortable place mentally. Physically, if there was something bothering him this, this during the season, we, I keep hearing about this knee and all this other stuff, okay, when he needs to worry about getting those things taken care of and just trust. I think a big part of this is saying just trust that we know what we're doing. We put you in a good position to succeed. Just trust that we know what we're doing. How powerful is Cox Internet?
0: Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas
3: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway
0: Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
2: And we'll see. I mean, I'm
3: just saying, that's what you relay to him. I understand you may want to know everything that's going on, but that's not your position. That wasn't good for Donovan to know. That was not good for every quarterback to know. Like you know, Aaron Rodgers wasn't good for him to know. He still caught an attitude about certain things. So when you start giving these quarterbacks all this status and and running things by them as if you're running it by them before you actually do it, man, that's a dangerous road you're walking down. It, 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 like there's a hierarchy to everything. And I think that's kind of what got lost over there this last year. There, everybody wanted to be the big chief in in the teepee. And, you know, he's the chief, and there's there's in. No, you probably can't even use that anymore. Native it, Americans. Yes, you, you you get the point yeah, that I'm know. trying to make. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I think it's a good thing. I, I really do, and I think it's going to be better for Jalen. Like sometimes you you concern yourself and consume yourself with things that you can't control, and you get more bent out of shape and lose focus because you can't control them. Just control the things that you can control, like getting better with your accuracy, like like understanding. How to get the ball out quick? All like all these things. Like work on those things. Let us worry about these things over here. Did how
2: they answer the questions about coordinator make it seem? Uh, obviously, I think when we hear Gerard Johnson, interesting prospect, but hasn't called plays before. It seemed, right. or doesn't. We don't know what his offense is. We think it's probably Shanahan influence because he's under Slowick.
3: By the way, it seems like Kevin Petrula is coming back.
2: Yeah, I didn't hear Alex Taney in that answer. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he mentioned him. I'm like, okay, that means he's still on the staff.
2: He's still on the staff. Um, lends me to believe it's more of the the Reich Kingsbury type, where mm-hmm. they it's their like Kingsbury has an offense, Reich has an offense. Mm-hmm. They've called plays before, like they seem like they're looking for someone very experienced from that standpoint. I like it rather than uh you know I I think Zach Robinson's interesting. He's out in, with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Clint Kubiak has called plays before, but it's 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 McVeigh type. Mm-hmm. Seems like they want experience. Um yeah. and I think if I if I had to pick Reich or Kingsbury. I'm still in the in the right camp. Ooh,
3: you know what? And I'm a Frank Wright guy too. I I, I just am. I uh, always liked Frank. I liked Frank when he was here. He was one of the he's one of the few coordinators, honestly, that um, would do Eagles game plan with us. Would break down when we used to do the portion uh, where the coach comes in and breaks down the plays. Like Frank was always mm-hmm. uh, available to do those things. So I enjoyed getting a chance to just know him and and. During, during that time. But I think I'm leaning towards Kingsbury. Well, it's interesting.
2: It, it feels like Kingsbury would there, be there for more Jalen, whereas Reich would be there for, for Nick. That's a great point.
3: <laughs> and you're absolutely right. That's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah, I, and I like the – the reason I like the Kingsbury idea because it's something different. And You're right. I, so I want to see something that's a little more – that needs to be tweaked a little bit itself, the whole air raid offense. But at least it's something different versus what – We've been seeing the same variations from Frank, Doug, Steichen, Nick Sirianni, Brian Johnson. It's like it's been the same Indianapolis Colts offense. But would it not be hilarious?
2: You get Fangio to run the Fangio defense and Reich to run the, to Reich, run the offense. Reich offense. Seems like the appropriate thing to do. Yeah, and Nick's just here. Nick, <laughs> Nick's poking his head in the Michael Clay meetings. Yeah. Maybe. You know? Hey
3: guys. Hey guys. I'm still here. Hey guys.
2: I'm I'm, I'm catching up on season three of Thirty Rock. But um, <laughs> I tell you what. Well, he has to be the one who who deals with us. Nick? The media, yeah. Oh, yeah, so his his job is press conferences, mm-hmm. Saturday meetings, mm-hmm. fourth down decisions.
3: Mm-hmm. Bang. I like it. <laughs> that's all right. Works for guy. Dan Campbell. It
2: does work for Dan Campbell. It works for Dan Campbell. Yeah, just has to make sure that culture is good. Andy's in debt for what's happening, Andy?
6: Yo, yo, my guys. What's good? What's good? What's up, what, Andy? Hold on,
3: dude. So you just you just abandoned the whole "We Live, We Hot"? Why here's is? Here's
6: the thing. Here's the thing. I I, I think "We Live, We Hot" kind of ran its course, so I, I'm I'm working on my new my new entrance. Okay. Uh-huh. You okay. Know what I'm saying? That's all. Why well, I thought you may have gotten word that someone else was using it. Nah, nah, nah I'm working on my
3: new entrance. All That's right. All. Listen, you know, every,
2: always every, evolving is any <laughs> effort. <Depper. It's>
6: good.
3: <laughs> Everything has an expiration
6: date. Okay. You know, like, oh, you know I, I, like so, I like that. I like that. Okay. You know what I mean? But yes. um. As far as this press conference goes, I'm going to I'm gonna throw an analogy to it. I, I don't know if I feel better or worse. It's kind of like when you're watching something on TV and you catch yourself watching it, and you're like, what the hell am I watching? Like, Naked and Afraid. You ever watch that show? I'm like, what the hell is this crap I'm watching? But I'm watching. <laughs> naked you know? and afraid. That kind of yep. show you'd never see anybody that I, that I associate with ever on, though. But, yeah, but I don't see, I don't honestly.
3: think I've ever seen Naked and Afraid.
6: Nah, nah. It's I, a weird I, I, one. Or like uh, – or like a show on oh. Vice, on bike oh, you know you know like,
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. it's like you, these people are just in survival mode, but they're just naked for some reason. Like, like why can't they? Why can't they try to survive but also have clothes on? Why do they have to be naked?
6: Well, who would go on the island naked with no survival uh, material? You know what I'm saying? Like, Got to make it? it work. That's how they did it <laughs> back unless in the day. The was, unless the woman was very attractive, but I'm still not going. <laughs>
2: So this press conference made you feel like naked and afraid.
6: Well, here, well, here's the thing. Well, Some key points that kind of stuck out, because you know you're not going to get much from it. We already know. No. You know, these guys, you know, how he's seasoned in, in these type of settings. So you're not going to get much. But a, a few things that I did take out of it that kind of got a little bit of a wild factor for me, when with the whole Nick taking full responsibility for Sean DeSai firing or uh, demoting, yep. right? Yeah, Tuesday... Nick came out on his presser supporting Sean, right? Saying, oh, that's my guy. You know, that's my guy. That's my DC. And then, I believe we played Thursday, Seattle. With Sean was wet
2: right before that game. No, nah, that was a Monday. That was a yeah. Monday night game, yeah. yeah. Monday. So, so, the
6: timeline
2: for me is Well, listen, I mean, Andy, I, I, I got a a, a a time resort to sell you in Florida if you think Nick really made the decision to fire. <laughs> no, no,
6: no. No, come on,
2: man. We all know Nick. I know, but I know. It, it was it was funny is, to watch them talk about it, though, like, for sure. My thing
6: is, like, don't try and insult my intelligence as a fan base. And and when you're calling them shots, Nick, when we know you're not. Like, come on, man. We know Howie's got that chain around your neck. You ain't making them decisions. And then another thing that Howie said to me that just blew my mind, like I, I just – and no follow-up questions from the media on this too. Like, come on, guys. They're all clamoring to fight to get their questions in, but they're not following up on the key points. Howie was crazy about Zach Cunningham's play this year? Did I lose anything? <laughs> Did I, did I miss uh, Zach Well, first of all, he didn't play a lot because he was hurt. I mean, that's what you get when you get uh, a guy that dealt with injuries throughout his career a lot, you mm-hmm. know, when you sign him up front when he was released, when he's on the street. That's what you're going to get. But, I mean, did you guys – did you see anything from Zach Cunningham this year? Well. He- well, he probably was in the, appreciate the calling. Not saying
3: much, but he was probably the best of the bunch. He was. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it seemed like they got the talking point that people are complaining about the linebackers. Oh yeah, well they definitely know that. Yeah, because Nakobe was brought up as yep. someone that they believe can fill that role. Cunningham. Um, like, listen, they got they got lucky with T.J. Edwards. I mean, T.J. Edwards was an undrafted yeah. kid that yep. ended up developing. Mm-hmm. They've gotten lucky in the last two Super Bowl runs with Kaiser White being a pretty good player and yep. Nigel Braddon being a pretty good player. But mm-hmm. they still signed those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I think they gave pretty decent money to Kaiser White for a year.
3: For one year, yeah. And, and hell, Nigel got paid after the Super Bowl, and that was a damn disaster. <laughs> that and Jernigan. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and Jernigan. I forgot about that. It was the off, off-road. Uh, yeah, ATV. ATV or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I (laughs) – yeah, N'Cobie and Zach Cunningham not going to cut it.
2: But then it's like, do we really expect them to invest a a second or or maybe even a a third, hopefully at least a third? Well,
3: well, here's what you hope. You hope that new DC coming in has a little sway. And if
2: if they're bringing in Vic Fangio, who they've won in the last two years, I would assume that he has some
3: sway. Yeah, hopefully he has some sway.
2: I'm trying to look real quick on if there's any like interesting free agent linebackers out there that they could, bring. but they're not going to get like if they didn't, if they don't want to give T.J. Edwards. No, they're not going
3: to pay a free agent linebacker. You know who- that, that I don't expect them to do.
2: You know who's a free agent linebacker? Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks, yeah. Jordan Hicks. Uh, ooh, Levante David, who's a million years old. Yeah, but he still can make
3: plays. And he still make plays. He, he didn't get benched like uh, Devin White did. Devin
2: White also a free agent.
3: Yeah, he got benched.
2: Yeah. Van Ginkle? I think Van Ginkle was there Van Ginkle, Dolphins, yep. Yeah, he was down there in Miami. But
3: is uh, that Cunningham uh, free. Van Ginkle, don't be surprised. If, yeah. he, if he played for Fangio, yes, he's on he's on the short list. He's on the watch. What about Duke Riley? We can get Duke Riley
2: back up here. <laughs> 215-592-9494 is how you get in. We're still reacting to the press conference. We wait a while for it. You listen to it. How do you feel? Do you feel better or worse after hearing it? 215-592-9494. It's Jack Fritz, Ike Reese here on the afternoon show On the other side, in addition to your phone calls, a top five at five with Buzz. What does he have for us today? Don't miss that. It's coming up next here on
0: Sports Radio 94 WIP.